Mark chapter 5, verses 24 through 29. And there kept on following with Jesus a large crowd. And they kept on pressing upon him almost to the point of suffocation. And a woman, having come, who had a flow of blood for 12 years and had endured much suffering under the hands of many doctors and had spent all of the things which she had and was not even one bit improved, but rather grew worse. Having heard the things concerning Jesus, having come in the crowd behind, touched his garment, for she kept saying, if I touch even his garments, I will be made whole. And immediately, come on, read it with me. And immediately there was dried up the fountain of her blood. And she suddenly came to fill in her body that she had been healed of her plague and was at that moment in a state of health. Oh God, my God, I need you now. I need you now. Can we exalt him together? Oh God, my God, I need you now. I want you to notice a few words in these passages, one of which will set the course for today's message. I'm so ready and excited for this word today. First, in verse 25, the word suffering. Suffering. She had endured much suffering under the hands of many doctors. Then in verse 26, spent. Spent. She spent all. She spent all that she had. All of the things which she had. And she was not even one bit improved, but rather grew worse. Verse 28, saying, Saying, she kept saying, if I touch even his garments, I will be made whole. Verse 29, suddenly, she suddenly came to feel in her body she had been healed. Verse 29, state, and she was, at that moment, in a state of health. All these words beginning with the letter S. Suffering, spent, saying, suddenly, and state. And the one that we will consider today is the word suddenly. I'm ministering today on sudden breakthrough. Sudden breakthrough. For many here today, 
I heard the Spirit of the Lord say, it's time. It's time for a sudden breakthrough. And I want you to connect with me immediately. Come on, immediately. The Bible says she felt in her body. I want you to connect with me immediately. Don't wait till I'm three quarters of the way into this message. Connect immediately. Because I heard the Lord say, for many it's time for a sudden breakthrough. In Scripture, breakthroughs appear in categories. In categories. Or it could be said this way. In the Bible... There are breakthroughs, and then there are breakthroughs. There are breakthroughs, and every breakthrough is awesome. Every breakthrough is amazing. But in the Bible, there are categories of breakthroughs. There are breakthroughs, and then there are breakthroughs. For example... In Genesis chapter 18, verses 9 through 14, Abraham had a breakthrough, but it was a delayed breakthrough. He had a breakthrough, but it was a delayed breakthrough. He had been waiting 25 years for the son of promise. And thank God he stood in that place of faith for 25 years. And he received this breakthrough. In Genesis chapter 41, verses 38 through 44, Joseph had a breakthrough. But it was a progressive breakthrough. Abraham had a delayed breakthrough. Joseph had a progressive breakthrough. There's different categories of breakthrough in Scripture. Now, in these passages in Genesis 41, you will remember or recall that Joseph is called out of prison to interpret the Pharaoh's dreams. The Bible says he shaved, he changed his raiment, his garments, and then he went and he appeared before Pharaoh. Joseph had no idea. He did not realize when he appeared before Pharaoh that he would end up as prime minister of Egypt, the second most powerful man in the earth. He did not realize that in interpreting the Pharaoh's dreams that he would be positioned to stand before his brothers who would come and bow down before him. Long before, actually 13 years earlier, God had revealed this breakthrough to Joseph through dreams of the sheaves bowing down to his sheaf as his brothers were out in the field harvesting wheat and then the sun, moon, and stars bowing down before him. He had no idea when he came out of that prison that he would indeed end up as prime minister. This was a progressive breakthrough. At the burning bush in Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 15, Moses had a breakthrough, but it was a demanding breakthrough. It demanded of Moses, actually for the rest of his life, 
It was an incredible breakthrough. You will remember in Exodus chapter 2 and verse 12, Moses, because of his great longing to see his people delivered from slavery, the slavery of Egypt, he put to death an Egyptian. You remember in Exodus 2? He put to death an Egyptian who was beating a Hebrew slave. This man had such a longing to see his people delivered. And in Exodus chapter 3, he had that breakthrough. Indeed, he was called by God at the burning bush to go and bring God's people out and to encounter Jehovah's call and commission at the burning bush was for real a mighty breakthrough for Moses. It was for real a mighty breakthrough, but from that point on, things were about to get real. For the remainder of Moses' life, every fiber of Moses' being would be tried again and again in meeting the demands of the burning bush breakthrough. That's a good title for a message, Burning Bush Breakthrough. From the moment, that moment on, indeed it was a breakthrough. God raised him up. He didn't think he qualified. He didn't think he felt so inadequate. But God raised him up and called him and sent him into Egypt to deliver his people, God's people. But for the rest of Moses' life, there would be a great demand put on him as a result of that breakthrough. Another category of breakthroughs that we're going to focus on today, which I really believe the Spirit of God really, really is, a, this is a word in season for, I believe, a number of people here category that we're going to really focus on today in breakthrough or sudden, a sudden breakthrough, a sudden breakthrough. I love this word sudden or suddenly. I love studying it in scripture. It's found right throughout the scriptures. We read in Joshua chapter one, verses one through eight of a messenger suddenly becoming a president without previous notice. We read of Joshua who served Moses suddenly without any previous notice becoming the leader of the nation. Or how about 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 11 through 13, a shepherd boy anointed to be king within hours, suddenly, Without any previous notice, Samuel the prophet shows up at the house of his father, Jesse. And by the end of the day, he's anointed from shepherd, from shepherd boy to king, suddenly. Or in Esther chapter 2, verses 15 through 18, a slave girl becomes a queen in a foreign land in a matter of months. And the entire future history of the nation, the history of God, of the Jewish people, because of her, that sudden 
coming to the throne as queen, the nation was saved. Suddenly, it means unexpectedly. It means unforeseeably, unexpectedly. The word suddenly means unexpectedly, unforeseeably. Somebody today needs to listen to what I'm about to say. You may be sitting here not even expecting it. Come on, I hear the Spirit of the Lord say, you may be sitting here not even expecting it. There may be no word of prophecy concerning it. You see no signs to indicate otherwise. In fact, practically everything appears the exact opposite. But I want to declare to you in the name that is greater than any other name, I sense God is about to break through for you and it will be sudden. You can't look out and see anything lining up. It appears nothing is coming together where this is concerned, but it's time. I hear God say it's time. It's time for a sudden breakthrough. To the point that you're overwhelmed. I mean, you just, it's stopping you right in your tracks. It's like, what? I hear that by the Holy Ghost today. Come on, if you can take it, receive it. Receive it. Sudden. I love it. Acts chapter 2 verse 1 says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all together in one place in one accord, when suddenly, suddenly, there came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues of fire, landing upon each one of them. And they began to speak. They, began, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in new tongues. Suddenly. Come on, our God is a God of suddenly. Come on, there's a suddenly here today. There is a suddenly here today, and I believe there are many of you who want to jump in on this suddenly. I believe there's many of us who really want to connect with this suddenly today. So I want to talk a few more minutes on positioning or share a few more minutes on positioning ourselves for a sudden breakthrough. Positioning ourselves for a sudden breakthrough. You've been pushing, pulling, Praying, phone calling, writing, emailing. <laughs> All that's great. But God says, get ready. Get ready. There's a suddenly today. We're going to take a few moments and look at the life of a woman who encountered a sudden breakthrough that actually not only changed her life, but it changed the course of history. This woman, suddenly, just a sudden breakthrough, and it changed the course of history. You know her story very well. She came from the nation of Moab. Moab was a land of terrible idol worshipers. In fact, Numbers chapter 21, verse 29 says, Woe unto you, Moab, you are undone. 
Moab was a nation that was forever condemned by God. I want you to hear me carefully. Moab was a nation that had been forever condemned by God, yet suddenly, suddenly, out of the midst of these condemned people, God brought a woman and turned her to be the great-grandmother of David. Not only that, this woman coming from a pagan nation of idol worshipers was to become the great-great-great-grandmother of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is her name? Ruth. I don't have time to get into the book of Ruth. I encourage you, it's four chapters. I encourage you to read it and reread it. Read it in different translations. But the basic background is that in Ruth chapter 1, we meet two women. We meet Naomi, who is the mother-in-law of Ruth, and then we meet Ruth, who is the daughter-in-law. And by the end of chapter 1, both of these women had been through some things, some terrible things, difficult things. Naomi had to uproot her family because of famine. She had to leave Judah and she had to move to a foreign country. She lost her husband. Naomi lost her two sons. And she was flat out broke because she didn't have any male relatives around her. Now in those days, the only way for a woman to get economic stability was through her husband or through another male relative. That was the only way possible for a woman to be stabilized economically was either through their husband or another male relative. So we end chapter 1 with these two women in dire straits. But Ruth's response in the midst of all of this was to bring about transformation suddenly. And there are two lessons I want to just focus on briefly to position us for a sudden breakthrough. Come on, I, I, I've got some areas in my life I need that sudden. Oh God, my God, I need you now. I need you now. I think I'm ministering to some people here today. You've got areas in your life you need a now. You need a suddenly. Come on, it's at the point where you may feel like Naomi and Ruth. The key verses, there are two key verses in the book of Ruth that, in fact, the whole book is built around these two verses. These are indeed key verses in these four chapters, and they're contained in verse in Ruth chapter 3 and verses 5 and 6. And I read, And Ruth said, 
I will do all you say. This is a key verse. I will do all you say. This is a key to the transformation breakthrough that came to Ruth and Naomi. I will do all you say. So she went down to the grain floor and did all her mother-in-law had said to her. What can we glean from her life to position us for a sudden breakthrough? I will do all you say. First, if you need a sudden breakthrough, if you're if you're desiring breakthrough, first of all, I want to I want to glean this nugget nugget from from Ruth's life. Seek godly counsel. Seek godly counsel. I'm talking about a sudden breakthrough. One of the greatest attributes of Ruth's life was her readiness to receive Naomi's counsel, to receive Naomi's wise input. Ruth learned the secret of not just listening, but drawing out that wisdom. Not just listening, but drawing out that wisdom. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 18 says, Plans are established by counsel. By wise guidance, wage war. Listen to this. By wise guidance, wage war. Plans are established by counsel. By wise guidance, we are to wage war. I want you to think of the battle that was raging inside of Ruth. She's broke. Let's just take a, let's just take a moment here. We don't have time to get into the whole story, but let's just give an overview of where things are with Ruth right now. She's broke. She's single. She's hungry. She has no father. She has no mother around. She has no children. Ruth has buried her husband, her brother-in-law, and her father-in-law. And she's from a godless, pagan country, foreign country. Life wasn't fair for Ruth. Actually, life isn't fair. You know what? Life really isn't fair. We need to just get, set, get that settled right now in our thinking. Life really isn't fair, is it? But all of this, all of this unfairness, all of this that Ruth is encountering and facing, it all served as an incentive to turn Ruth towards Naomi. Orpah, her other daughter-in-law, left Naomi. But Ruth turned towards Naomi. All that Ruth encountered, it served as an incentive to connect her, to bring her closer. It served as an incentive to turn her heart towards her mother-in-law, not to turn away from her. Listen, we live in a crazy world right now. 
And I just want to tell you, it's getting crazier by the day. It used to be by the, by the month. <laughs> it used to be by kind of like the year. But it's getting crazier by the day now. And I want to tell you, there is so much advice out there. There is so much advice. There is so much advice out there. But to encounter breakthroughs, you should seek godly counsel from the godly leaders in this family where God has placed you. Come on, I'm talking to the homeboys and girls here today. Our heart's desire for every one of you. I'm speaking on behalf of all of our pastoral team. I'm speaking on behalf of every one of our cell leaders whom we've trained and poured ourselves into. Our hearts for every one of you is that you come to your sudden breakthrough. Our desire and our heart for every one of you is to serve you, to see you come to that place of sudden breakthrough, that it's not going to take you years and years and years climbing and pulling to get into a place of victory. We're here to serve you. These men are ready. They have downloaded our hearts. They have, and their wives, they've downloaded our our passion and our focus and our heart to see you move into the fullness of that all God has for you. Why are you going elsewhere? Seeking advice and jumping on YouTube to find out the latest when these men and, and women are, are praying and fasting and pouring them and ready to walk with you. Come on, seek godly counsel in the place where God has planted you. If this is the church where God has connected you, we're here for you. And our heart is for you. Come on. We're believing God that you're going to come to a place in God that you desire, dream of. Invite your pastors to walk with you. Invite your leaders to walk with you. Come on, we're living in an hour right now. There's just so much independence, so much I don't need you that's just prevalent throughout the body of Christ. And in Jesus' name, we're believing it's not going to penetrate Nairobi Lighthouse Church. All of these things that we're facing is going to cause us to turn toward one another, not move away from each other but turn toward one another. Come on, can I be your pastor for a few moments? Come on, can I finish by, by pastoring you for just a few minutes? Can I take a few moments and father you? Come on, we all, there, though there may be 10,000 instructors, we have not many fathers. And there's so many instructors out there and every one of them will have the word of the Lord for you. I said every one of them will have the word of the Lord and you run here and you run there seeking somebody to lay hands on you and give you a prophetic word. You rush to this conference. That You just, or you tune in, you just, come on guys, get grounded, get settled. 
Come on, we have men and women of God who are ready. Yes, God can use them prophetically to minister over your life. Absolutely powerful. But we're in a time right now in our nation and in the body of Christ where there's just such a need for accountability. There's such a need for stability. There's such a need for the heart to connect in the house with where you've been planted. So invite your leaders to walk with you because their desire is to see that suddenly come to you. That suddenly come to you in Jesus' name. Proverbs 24 verse 6 says, For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance, in an abundance of counselors, there is victory. That's our cry. That's our heart, is that we all walk in a place of victory. Come on. That it's known at Nairobi Lighthouse Church where people walking in victory, living above the things that would seek to, to destroy us and take us out in Jesus' name. And we're connected together. I love the shout that was in the house today for HXP. Come on, there's a connection together. There's a coming together for this next generation. So powerful, so amazing. Secondly, Ruth 1.16, and finally Ruth said, and this is what, these are her, 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 her words that she's known for, for eons and eons of time since she spoke them. This is her, this is what Ruth is known for. Turning to, to Naomi, she said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go, and wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Notice Ruth said. Ruth said. She got vocal. She vocalized. The word said means to, as it, as it appears in this passage, it means to vocalize the internal thought. To vocalize the internal thought. Now there's a great, great nugget here that I want you to hear. Remember back in our text in Mark chapter 5, for the woman with the issue of blood, she kept saying, she kept saying, if I touch even his garments, I will be made whole. Some translations say she thought, she kept thinking as she's coming to Jesus. She thought within herself, if I can touch his garments, Said here means to vocalize, to vocalize the internal thought. Ruth said to position yourself for the sudden breakthrough. Speak. Speak God's word over your situation. Declare and speak God's word. First, seek godly counsel as we learn. This is a takeaway from Ruth's life. And then Ruth vocalized what was in her heart toward her mother-in-law. Wherever you go, I will go. Your God will be my God. I'm in this for the long haul. Come on, speak God's word over your situation. Standing on the word of God and laying claim to God's promises is a major key to breakthroughs. You know why? Because God's word is a weapon. And the word decree, it is used repeatedly in the Old Testament. And it describes the things 
that God has spoken over us. The word decree is to describe the things that God has spoken over us. You know, if you think about kings in the ancient world, they could decree something and immediately it had the effect of law. In the Old Testament, in the old world, kings could decree. And the moment they made that declaration, it had the effect of law. A king's decree is very, very powerful. But that decree has to be sent out into the kingdom by messengers. And until the messengers deliver the decree, there is no way that it can be enforced. So start decreeing, oh messenger of God. Start declaring and continue to decree God's promises over your life, over your situation. You're positioning yourself for a sudden breakthrough as you begin to declare and decree what God's word says about your situation. Declare and decree what God says over your life. Declare and decree what God says over your family. And I believe suddenly, suddenly you will see God break through for you in the name of Jesus. Position yourself by seeking godly counsel. Position yourself by speaking the word of the Lord, declaring the word of the Lord. Listen to this scripture in Isaiah chapter 48. I want you to read this scripture along with me. Come on, this is going to bless your socks off right here. Isaiah chapter 48 verse 3. Let's read it together. God says, the former things I declared of old, they went out from my mouth and I announced them. Then suddenly I did them and they came to pass. Receive it today in the name of the Lord. Come on, take hold of it today in the name of the Lord. You say, Pastor, I need that suddenly. Oh, my Father, look upon your people right now. God, look upon every one of us. Oh, God, my God, we need you now. We need you right now. I'm calling upon you, Lord, and I join together with the faith. And we together lift up our hearts and lift up our, our, our minds, oh God, to, towards you. And we turn towards you today. Where else can we go? You are our source. And thank you, Father, for the work of the Holy Spirit, giving us great counsel from the Scripture, opening the eyes of our understanding to your Word, positioning us, God, and bringing us into that place, Father, that we can see that suddenly. I claim that suddenly today. I thank you even before the end of this day. Come on, in the name of Jesus, even before the end of this day, even before the end of this week, Oh, suddenly things are turning around. Suddenly hearts are changing. Suddenly the breakthrough is ours. We speak the word of the Lord and we decree what God says over us today. And we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Everybody have a supernatural sudden breakthrough week. In the name of the Lord, we're expecting amazing reports to come in of the suddenness. God bless you.